Dear Dad, when you come to visit, can you please equip the ship with fireworks, disco balls, t-shirt cannons, and five-story parade balloons? Because Luca's dad basically did that. And now he's visiting with us. Oh, also, George Foreman has hands now. And Coconut is a big old tropical peanut. They evolved! Order! Besides that, and old King Louie's grand entrance, today's been pretty chill. I took a couple appointments in my office, talked to the Lake Boys, and interrogated Detective Reynolds. Well, I'm gonna go see how squishy this ditto is. Bye, Dad! So Pearl, Luca and his father are giving each other a big old hug in the middle of the street as the panic is dying down. Among the noise, uh, it's hard to hear what Lewis says to his son as they separate, but on his lips, you do make out the words, I'm sorry. They come back over to you as the frantic pedestrians are beginning to calm down a bit and starting to realize that the head of the Elite Four is back in town. It's been a while. As they come over to you, Luca says, uh, well... Uh, Pearl, this is my dad. Dad, this is Pearl. Hi, I'm Pearl. Lewis stretches out a long, lanky arm to shake your hand. Pearl, I've heard a lot about you. What do you say we get away from the crowd here so we can have a chat? <laughs> yeah, I like your style. You're not subtle at all. Let's do it. <laughs> With that, the three of you make your way out of the downtown shopping area and start heading in the direction of the lake. So, Lewis, anybody call you Louie? Louie, Louie, oh man, you've got a ditto. Hey, everybody freak out. Oh, <laughs> Louie, Louie. You know, uh, I think it could really catch on. You know, uh, th- not too many people call me uh, Louie. It's mostly Louis, but uh, th- but that's all right if that's what you prefer. You got a ditto. Take it away, ditto. So as you all are making your way, walking over toward the lake, I don't think that you go straight to the cottage, back to the lake house or anything. I think that you just kind of go to the general lake area to get away from some of the crowd. But as Lewis is here, is there anything that you want to bring up or anything as you all are walking? I think that his primary concern just for the time being was getting away from the large crowds and all that, just as he'd been flying overhead, swooped down, found y'all. But now that he's here, he and Luca seem to be catching up just a little bit and stuff like that. Pearl, like, you know, backpedals a little bit to Luca. Hey! Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, is there anything, any specific reason why your dad came? Uh, well, I, um, I called him last night just after everything happened. Fair. Yeah, so, uh, he got over here as soon as he could. Cool. How is he on level of chill? Are we talking one? Are we talking, like, ten? Do I need to say thank you, sir? No, he's, he's fairly chill. I mean... Because I kind of couldn't read after the song thing. I don't know. Like, it kind of seemed like it was cool to him, but I think he's got a lot on his mind. So I just I just wanted to get your barometer. Yeah, no, I you're, you're okay. I mean, he has known that I've been going around and, you know, doing all this stuff. You know, I've kept him in the loop and so... Wait! You talk to your dad, too? Yeah, I mean, you know, I call him or text him. Man, what a, what a forward-thinking dad! <laughs> That's amazing what I would give old Captain Ron just doing the old school style. Never going to change. <laughs> she reaches out for Lucas' hand. 
Yeah. She examines it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, you don't even have any of those weird bumps. Like, I have, look at my fingers. I've got little writing calluses. Oh, yeah. Because I write all the time. You are constantly writhing. Oh, hold on. I'm going to write really quick. Cut two on the SS Clara. <laughs> Captain Ron's just sipping a pina colada in his little captain chair, vibing. We see Mordecai the chat hot just like... <laughs> <laughs> just like flapping along with just like a massive bundle of letters. He's like, ah, my stories. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> he asks Isabel for a refill. <laughs> Come back. Okay. As you all make your way to the lake shore, I think that you find a place that's just got, you know, some various beach chairs and things about, and y'all just find a place to sit, and you're a little bit more secluded. You're actually under one of these large parasol mushroom umbrellas. I've wanted that. <laughs> but as you sit down, Lewis just asks, uh, so um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, I would love to know more of what happened last night, and uh, just just walk me through it. Walk, walk me through what happened. Beach tea, anyone? Celie puts on her shades. We lay out a picnic blanket. We have a picnic basket. Beach tea. Beach tea. We tell them everything. <laughs> so as you are sipping on your beach tea, is there anything in specific that you are like going into detail about or anything just kind of giving them the whole, the whole lowdown? I mean, I think Luca gives a very nice, accurate account, and then I will add things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Yeah, and they had teeth. They were gnarly, too. <laughs> yeah, that one? Oh, yeah, that was a good one. And remember when I lassoed it? <laughs> he says, well, that's, um, well, uh, it's it's very concerning, uh, first of all, but I'm just glad that you're okay. Obviously, I've heard a lot from Luca about you, Pearl, so it's, it's good to meet you, and I'm glad that the two of you have managed to stay safe, even amongst all of everything else that's been going on. Um, I think that I'll need to go by the cottage and Luca. I'd... Yeah, yeah, no, I am. Um, we, we should do that. But do you want to go with them to the cottage to try to see if there's anything to recover or anything like that? Or do you yeah. want to hang? Cool. So as you all make your way back over to the lake house, the cottage, in the light of day, it is sufficiently wrecked. <laughs> It is an absolute mess there. And I think that there is just a solemn moment with Luca and Lewis as they just kind of look at it. Wow. Even the fungus fighters didn't make a mess like this. No, they don't even trash hotel rooms this hard. But y'all go through and you start you know, picking through some of the rubble. and I found a penny! <laughs> you find a penny. Pearl enjoys it. I mean, I mean, not like she like delights in the destruction. She just is just... Hopping around. Oh, know, yeah. Not super somber in this place. No, 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 no. I think that it's, um, go ahead and make an insight check. Can't read the room. These Salvatories are hard to read at times. <laughs> Eight. I think that you're distracted looking for pennies. Found and a penny, found a penny. But I think that after a little while, you all spend some time and uh, Luca and Lewis both pick out, you know, whatever small belongings here and there. Lewis didn't really have much of anything there. It was mostly him helping Luca. But he helps Luca go through uh, the area of his room and everything, which, all things considered, isn't in that bad a shape, since none of the shenanigans really happened in his room. It was more so, you know, the living room. and Oh, the trainer video. Yeah. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Uh, 12. 12? I think that between your 12 and Luca's 15, uh, you all are able to root around and uh, find most of them. You know, they kind of got scattered around the place, but not really destroyed, destroyed, okay, uh, as they weren't really, you know, 
in the middle of everything. And, you know, if they were on a coffee table, they just got, like, knocked over and, you know, thrown out of the way. They weren't specifically stomped on or anything. And, you know, there's one that's still, like, in the little DVD case and all that. And some of them are just still in Luca's room. Most of those are fine. And if any of them are destroyed, uh, Lewis just says, hey, well, you know, that's not a big deal. We've got them all on archive at the League anyway. Hey, Sealy. Um, she says in a corner away from them. Or What's the chance you think we can meet Smurgle? Hmm. I kind of just want him to draw a depiction of us, like a caricature or something. <laughs> I know it's rude, it's rude, it's rude. It's not the right time. Darn it. And she kicks a piece of wood. Ow. <laughs> With that, as you all are rooting around and looking through everything, you do see Luca, uh, as he's gathering up some of his stuff, you know, there's some of the old posters and things he's just gathering up. Uh, you do note that out of his closet, he takes out, like, a leather jacket that it seems like he's outgrown, and he kind of looks at it, and he just tosses it over to Toofus, who puts it on, and it fits all right. Wow, that looks good on you, man. <laughs> Maybe just roll up the sleeves. Toofus just rips the sleeves off. No! <laughs> All right, that's an option as well. <gasps> Found a nickel. <laughs> There's a coin sh- shortage out there, guys. <laughs> Pearl's aware. She's storing up. But Luca says, hey, do you got any more of that uh, that spray paint from before? <laughs> totally. From when you uh, put... You want purple? Uh, you want red? You want white? Oh, red. Red, red, red. Okay. He just spray paints Teen Squad on the uh, leather jacket. <laughs> this is now going to function as Tufus's non-combatant scarf. Air quotes. Nice. <laughs> Seely fluffs up her scarf and is like, well. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. But with that, you know, Luca gets any of his belongings that were really important to him. And uh, Lewis has been, you know, looking around through all the rest of the stuff. And he says, uh, well, um, if you don't mind me asking, I, uh, I was wondering... What all else? I mean, Luke is somewhat kept me updated, but what are you planning to do uh, after this? I think he just sits down sort of in the rubble on the like ruined couch as you all take a little bit. I'd say it's probably been uh, at least an hour or two of y'all digging out here in the afternoon. Pearl kind of just has a, um, well, there's a lot to that question. And this place might be twinkied, if you know what I mean. She gives a big old wink. But we've heard there's a jelly bean that tastes of rainbows out in the fields. Right, Seely? Or, or. As she winks. So we need to get the jelly bean to a potato. Then the potato will help us take care of the garbage. And she lifts up the metal case. (laughs) And once we have the garbage back, then... Or once the trash is taken out, then I just... I, I guess I'll live my life. Pearl, that was very cryptic, so I'm going to say... He got it all. He got it all. Don't risk it, Luca. Sorry, that was Lewis talking. Lewis, I recognized that. you guys sound very similar, and I am facing the other side of the room looking for the Twinkies. Uh-huh. She starts, you know, rummaging around, seeing if the place is bugged. How about... We'll go ahead and make a make another investigation check, okay. then. 
Uh, 14. 14. As far as you can tell, if it was bugged, it's probably wrecked, but... Lewis says, if, if you'd like, we could just go back over to the beach or down by the shore or something you know, so we can actually, uh, I can understand what it is that you're trying to tell me. Yeah. Well, you know, we probably should just leave town altogether. I know you just got here. Don't want to cut the family reunion short, but... Well, that's fine. Where, where are you all going? Um... He points to the north, the south, which is just the lake, east or west... Is there like a gas station outside of the city limits? We can just chill for a second, get a Coca-Cola. Oh, what, you want to go to the other diner that's not the not the cute in town diner, but the shady, you know, roadside diner? Oh, why didn't you take me there first? Because <laughs> on the other side of town. And because the DM just made it up. Okay, so I just don't want to backtrack. So let's just keep going forward like five miles out of town. Great, so do you want to go east then? Sure. That is the direction toward Shimeji Town rather than heading back toward, you know, the Podostroma Plains and all that jazz. No, yeah, I don't want to go back. Whichever way is closer to the tomb. Cool. So then with that, you all make your way out of town. You know what I really want to do, Luca? What? I really just want to see Bob and Thwomp behind bars. I mean, we could go by the station if we want to check in about that. Cut two. We hear jail, jail ring. (laughs) (laughs) Now's the time. Time to see those dirty mustaches behind bars. She immediately just puts her hand on the counter and she goes, hiya fellas. Just old Detective Burl here. Nothing to worry about. Just checking in on the little thwompers we caught the other day. Gotta see the reward, if you know what I mean. Keeps me doing good. <laughs> Tips her hat, starts walking in. The officer, uh, this is a woman with blue hair who's uh, here at the counter. She says, whoa, 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 just a moment, just a moment. No as way. you are making your way. <laughs> she starts flashing some badges. Approaching from the hallway with you heading that way, Detective Reynolds comes out of the door and says, oh, well, uh, hello, Pearl. Good to see you again so soon. Hey, don't, don't, don't. (laughs) Who are you? Just here to see the old mustaches behind some metal pipes clanging on with a cup asking for bare bones. Well, I don't know that we'll be able to arrange you going back and seeing them. Also, I will mention for you, this is not uh, a a large station by any means. Oh, is is it it like Andy Griffith's show? Is it like the Andy Griffith show where it's kind of like a little waiting, like the, the office and then just essentially jail cells? Kind of except that the jail cells aren't just like out there where you can walk straight in the door and there they are. Good times, I guess. <laughs> Similar, but not quite that open and exposed. But they are back behind a hallway and he says, well, are you, um, is there anything that you are hoping to discuss with the two of them or any questions that you have for them? No. I've already spoken with them uh, at length at this point, but uh, again, if there's if there's anything else you'd like to know, we can we can chat. No, I just wanted to see it. With your passive perception down the hall, you hear. Hey, hey, I heard that voice. We're gonna get him. You, I dare you to come back here. I dare you. And then I think Pearl and Celie kind of clutch each other out of habit, like just they get a little tense. Yeah, just too wait till we get out. Yeah, it sounds like they're in there. <laughs> that was fun. I had the mental picture. Thank you. And she leaves. With that, you were just satisfied that they are yeah. in there? Yep. <laughs> and she goes out of the station. She kind of shakes it off. Ugh. 
That wasn't as fun as I thought, Seely. Oh, Lord. I mean, that's fair. They are, you know, real adult criminals. Yeah, well, I'm a real kid trainer. Well, still, I mean, like, there's some, it is, it's no, unsettling. I get, it. I get it. I get exactly what you're saying, Luca. Lewis says, yes, it is a, a, a bit concerning. Well, it's a lot of concerning. There's a lot of things that are very concerning. He actually, I think, walks out with Detective Reynolds as they were talking with the two of them for a moment. And Pearl kind of saddles up next to Luca for a second and just slides over. Seems like this detective guy checks out, huh? Yeah, yeah, looks like it. As Lewis says, hey, uh, uh, Detective Reynolds here told me to tell you that uh, I do know him. Yeah, likely story there, bud. Reynolds just smirks. <laughs> Time will tell. Hey, hey, guys, guys. Yeah, yeah, what's up? I mean, you know, like, your dad had a big old entrance. That was cool. Incognito, not really. But you haven't seen... Da, 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 boom! And she lands the SS Speedmeister right in the pavement. Ooh, the hog! Vroom, vroom. You should see us drive this sucker. You ready, guys? And she hops in the buggy. Yep. Wait, are we all going? Yes, I, 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 are, we all, are we all supposed to follow on this bike? What would you like from us? We're going to go get a Coke. Okay. <laughs> Reynolds, you stay there, though. You got to earn it. Just give me a text, I suppose. Earn my trust, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to head out to this shady roadside diner? Yeah. <laughs> that's Georgia Meggie Town with yeah. Luca and Lewis? Cool. Yeah, get a uh, waffle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you all go out that way. What is the name of this? I imagine there it's specifically in uh, Pokemon Coliseum, like at the beginning of the game, very early on. There's like this really, really rundown diner where it's like, oh, hey, you know, Team Snagum's doing this and the other. Uh, it's not like on the TV. But that is kind of what I imagine. Not quite a dystopian wasteland as it is in Pokemon Coliseum. What is it called again? The Outskirt Stand. Yeah, it's definitely what I'm talking about for sure. That's what I'm looking for. It's like the train. Yeah, it's got kind of a train motif. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm looking for right there. Yeah, yeah. It's very rustic and rusty. Nice. Perfect. It's all she could ever ask for. So as you all head that way to this uh, diner, it is uh, just a few miles east out of town heading towards Shimeji Town. It is not that wasteland desert kind of, you know, terrain. It is still fairly wooded and green and, you know, getting into that mountainous area, especially as you keep on going this way uh, with Shimeji Town being actually one of the last towns before you hit Victory Road to go up to Mount Morel to the Pokemon League. But what is the name of this diner? It's the Rusty Click Clack Cafe. The Rusty Clink Clank Cafe. The there Rusty Clink Clink Clank Cafe. Is there a clink? There's a clink clang. Ah. That guy. And a tingle tingle. <laughs> As I show her a picture. Ah, got it. The Rusty Clink Clang Cafe. Nice. There we go. We oh, found yeah, it. guys. This is good. This is the incognito I crave. All right, so for Diner Chat Part 2, ah. <laughs> as you've made your way out of town, you go in, you find another booth. There's a just like a just a surly teen who's there at the counter who says, oh, yeah, take, take a seat, take a seat. And you all find a spot and you order more diner food. But as you sit down out here on the outskirts of town, Lewis asks you, okay, so 
now? Is this is this better? Would you mind telling me what your uh, intentions are? I just I just want to make sure that the two of you are safe, uh, especially since you know everything with Team Nasty. They've been getting more more aggressive. Uh, they've had some other moves happening in some other places. Uh, you know, I I, I just want to make. What other moves? Well, uh, Luca's uncle and I have been you know working some with Detective Reynolds, trying to keep an eye on things, and seems like Team Nasty's moving a little bit more. We've got word that they might be uh, working on you know, securing another warehouse location since you all blew up the last one. <laughs> Good times. Our first explosion. And just uh, some more reports of, you know, missing, stolen Pokemon, things like that. And, uh, well, we're just uh, we're, we're just concerned. So I just want to make sure that whatever you all are doing, whatever you're getting into, I just want to make sure that you all are okay. Oh, yeah! We're totally fine. We have a Martian on our side. We've got another legendary Pokemon on our side. It's Fine, we're good, right, Luca? Yeah, right, right. As he's like looking around, just making sure that that uh, teen at the counter did not, you know, take note of what you're saying. Oh, oh, and she um, passes on a napkin the key that's like jelly bean equals wishing star, uh, potato equals Spudnik, aka Elgium, and she just slides that napkin over. Lewis says, oh, oh, okay. Um, Trash is the spirit too. That's right here. And she knocks on it <laughs> in the suitcase. It's really durable though. Don't worry. Just like us. She slams it against the diner. <laughs> Lewis says, okay, so to, l- l- let me get this straight. You're planning on yeah. going and yep. finding yep. this uh, jelly bean. Uh-huh. When? Are, when when you Tonight. Pl- Tonight. Okay. All right. That's how the Java bean is going to prove his worth. And virtue to us. Mm, all right. It's like initiation. Okay. You know, if there's not an explosion, how else can we prove you can be part of the team, right, Luca? Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. That's fair. Just showing up to the explosion doesn't count. Well, I can understand that. I, I, I think that's fair. Well, if you don't mind, if the detective is going to take you for a little ride, I, I think I might tag along just to keep an eye on things. Not that I don't trust him, but just, you know, to, to give you all a hand. And, uh, well, honestly, I, I'd like to hang out with my with my son for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's totally cool. Um, hey, guys, I am really full. And she kind of pushes, like, a full plate of food past. And Celie's, like, scarfing it down, like, what? Yeah, I'm really full. And I'm kind of tired, like, oh. And, like, you know, I haven't gotten enough vitamin C. So I think I'll just kind of step out and let you guys have, like, a lunch. <laughs> Celie, come on. Celie, like, finishes stuff in her face the last bit. She goes, oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She slides out of the booth. We're and- so full, you guys. Yeah, and if you hug again, that's totally cool. Ding, ding. So you walk out of the Rusty Clink Clank Diner. As you're outside, is there anything that you'd like to do while they are inside catching up or whatever it yeah. is that they're doing? That's me using my pokey phone. And who are you calling on your pokey gear? I am calling my friend Mason. Mason. Good old Mason. Right before she starts calling Mason, though, she turns to Coconut. Wow, you look so different. Hey, how'd it go? And then Coconut pulls out the full diner meal. <laughs> Great! And she just is eating outside with Celie and her Pokemon and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, as a note, who's in your party right now? 
Because we didn't really sort that out, I don't think, when you when you got up this morning. But since you're getting ready to get up and do whatever else. Coco and the girls. Ooh, boom, 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 boom. Coco and the girls. Mm, doom, 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 doom. You've loved what we've brought in the past. The Cuddle Bunch. The Fists of Fury. The Trash King. And now it's time for Coco and the Girls. Doom, boom, 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 boom. They got fashion. They got sass. And they've got fun. Led by the totally evolved Raichu Coconut Pose. Raichu. Now up next is the beautiful, small but mighty, Fettuccine, the Dratini. Coco and the girls. And let's not forget the humble queen herself. You know her, you love her. It's Georgie. Coco and the girls. Look at that style. And last but not least, drum roll for the name announcement. The Patreons have voted. She's fierce. She's fabulous. She's brand new to the team. Our loyal Evie. Darla! Coco and the girls! Evie! And I imagine just a freeze frame power squad. (laughs) (laughs) Coconut in the pyramid, and it's like Downton Abbey in the way that they're lined up behind him. Oh my gosh. It's very powerful. And of course, Celie's non-combatant. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, yeah. of course. So that it's an even triangle. Yes. Mountain Abbey would appreciate that as well. <laughs> Coco and the girl. See, my brain went to more like a Charlie's Angels kind of thing. Oh, that's also very cool. Mm. I dig that too. <laughs> Either way, I'm open to all that fan art. But that's the party. Nice. And what a party indeed. And what a party indeed. Okay, so I'm calling Mason. Okay, so you give Mason a call, and uh, after a few rings, he picks up on the other end. It sounds a little bit more muffled, a little bit more, um, you know, scratchy and everything, as you remember uh, the pokey gear that his dad had previously that was just like the old brick. Hi, Mason, can you hear me? Hey! Hold, hold on, hold on. And then she, like, ends up trying, like, all the can-you-hear-me-nows, and she ends up on top of the cling-cling, like, train. You're, you're <laughs> on top of the diner. Yeah, I'm on top of the diner, just swinging my legs around. Ah, I can hear you now. Hey, what, what's going on? Dude, I miss you. What's new? Oh, you know, I've, I've just been uh, looking around. You know, I've been traveling around some. You know, me and Yamask, we've caught uh, some other Pokemon. <gasps> I miss Yamask. Yeah. <gasps> hi, bud. You hear through the other side of the phone. Celie, say hi. Or, or. He says, yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple more Pokemon. You know, uh, me and Yamask, we went past Bay Bolette. Uh, there was actually like a, a Frillish that found us. Cute. And then we're actually, we actually went back through Bolette. And uh, then, you know, we, we're uh, down toward Criminy City right now. Uh, and, oh, and the uh, um, Litwick and Mischievous from the house also yeah. just kind of followed me. Totally. So, uh, yeah, it's just, um, just a little uh, spooky gang, I guess. They sound adorable, though. You have adorable spooks. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I just, uh, <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, I don't, I mean, I talked to my dad, and I, I feel like ghost Pokemon aren't that common, so it's kind of kind of weird that they just seem to keep finding me, but I'm sure it's fine. Haven't really had any luck on my end looking for, like, the wishing star or any dude, of that dude, stuff, though. Dude, uh, wait, so. wait, 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 we have. I think we might be finding the wishing star tonight. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. I know. 
That's fantastic. Well, well, yeah, well, it, can I can I do anything? Well, um, I don't know how far you are, but maybe you should come over tonight. Like, there's still plenty of time in the day. We're at the Clink Clank Clocky Machine Cafe. I don't know what that is or where that is. It's by Tremella Town. Or, or. Oh, I mean, I'm the, the Parasol Village. Or. Thank you. Mason says, oh, um, well, I think I'm, I'm a ways off from, from Parasol Village. I mean, I can I can get there as, as soon as I can. I just, I don't have a flying Pokemon or anything. So, I mean, sure. I'll, just, I'll just bring my bike there as quick as I can. It might okay. take me a day or two, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll head that way. I mean, I think it could be cool. Yeah, I mean, well, I've... I don't know what else we're supposed to do, so sure, sure, I, I, I'll, I'll come out there, yeah. Perfect. Um, do, does my dad know? Oh, yeah, I haven't talked to your dad either yet. I was going to call him, though. Okay, great. Well, yeah, if you, I mean, you know more about the situation than me, so, yeah, if, if you want to give him a call, I'll just start heading that way. I don't know. I was okay. just kind of, you know, loosely making my way around, you know. Oh, hey, uh, we uh, we actually got a gym badge, so that was cool. <sighs> so cool. Yeah, when we were in Boletta, you know, I stopped in and, well, after after I caught the, the frillish, you know, we, we, we went in and, uh, yeah, the water type, super useful. Oh, I got an itching for a gym battle. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks, thanks. I, you know, you inspired me to, you know, really go after it, so. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's so cool. I'm so proud of you. It's really cool. I, you know, I'm level 10,000 now with my gym staff. Oh, wow. So you've been doing a lot of gyms? I mean, you know, working hard. They're hardly working. <laughs> no, but I'm really proud of you. That's awesome. Thanks. I'm sure Yamas was super happy, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. See you soon. I'll, I'll just meet you in uh, Parasol Click. Village then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can text me if he needs directions. <laughs> Bold of you to assume that he can text on she, that thing. She doesn't have good manners. <laughs> You're fine. Phone manners. She doesn't have good phone etiquette. Of course. What else? Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. Ring, ring. Hello, says someone. I assume it's Professor Nichols. Yeah! Hi, I'm looking for a refrigerator repairman. Um, Pearl? Is this... <laughs> we got him. We got him good, guys. We got him. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. Uh, hi, Professor. How are you? Uh, I'm doing doing well. Uh, just been uh, doing some research. Uh, how are you, Pearl? It's it's been a while. I know. I'm good. Um, I just talked to your son, so you guys should catch up. Um, I can definitely tell he misses you. Oh well, well, thanks. That's that's nice to hear. I, I I checked in with him. Oh, I think it was yesterday. It seemed like he was doing all right. You know. Yeah. No, he was like, I miss my dad so much. Oh. I know. Oh, how sweet. Anyway, we're finding the wishing star tonight. Whoa, okay, um, what? Yep. All right, uh, where, how, um, I've been doing research. I haven't really found much of anything uh, super useful in that department. It's been been a little, been a little tough. But, sure, um, sure, sure. What? Well, I'm going to fly up super high in the sky. All right. And look for it. And just kind of hope that there's one around? No, or? there's definitely one. Oh, oh okay. We Did... saw it when we were in the post-trauma planes. Oh, wonderful! Wow, you've you've really been traveling then. So you you pretty much made a, a straight line to Shemeji Town then. Oh like. yeah, I mean working hard or hardly working, right? That one didn't land as much, Seely. I don't get it either. I thought that's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know if you're interested in coming over, but um, Mason is, and we're gonna check it out together, and we're gonna squish it, um, but not in a bad way. Like I just can't wait to touch it because I hope it feels like a jelly bean. 
Uh, sure, that that makes sense. Well, um, yeah. If you, uh, oh, and where should I? Where should shine. I? Really? Yeah, we're doing great. That's excellent. I've been able to in my research. I, I found some some writings that maybe I there there might be something leading in that direction, but I I nothing confirmed yet. So if you've actually found one, that's that's incredible. That's oh fantastic. yeah, and I have another poem for you to decipher too. Oh, wonderful! If you uh, send that my way, I'll, I'll do that post haste. Okay. Where so where should I meet you to do um to what whatever this is with, you with the witching meet star? You should meet us at the uh, at um um Sealy. Ah, Parasol Village. Oh, uh, Parasol Village. Uh, excellent. I will. I will meet you out that way then. Oh, uh, I will say also. I uh, your your friend uh, came by. Uh, he he said that you had you had sent him Pierce. Oh yeah, Pierce. Yes, uh, Pierce came by and uh, well said that you'd sent him and uh, was looking for a, a new job, a new assistantship. Uh, uh, yeah, have you, know, you guys started a new band? Uh, well, he has been helping me with some of my research and helping me to uh, get the lab back in uh, running, functioning order nice. downstairs, and uh, helping me cover up the big hole in I the wall. I thought you guys would be a good team. Yes, yes. Um, he's he's been an excellent asset so far. I do appreciate it. I, I've even uh, well, I've been able to go over to Inoki a little bit to speak with Professor Semlock and Spruce some um, uh, as I've been doing my research and. Talking with them some about, uh, well, all of the uh, the distortion world dealings and uh, all, all the other things that we've been looking into, and uh, well, I I think that they actually might have something for you very very soon. Cool. Keep an eye out for that. Okay. I th- I think that we've uh, made some some good progress. Oh my gosh, Professor! Yes. I have an egg. Really? Yeah, it's adorable. Well, that's that's fantastic. Do you know what, what kind of egg, egg it is? And um, no, but there are little cracks. Oh, like... Like, it's it's going to hatch soon. Oh, good. Good, good, good. No, I, was, I didn't drop it. Was, I'm not a terrible Pokemon trainer. In fact, I am a Pokepologist, a junior ranger, and now a proud owner of a hatched egg soon. I'm planning it. We're going to have a birthday party. Not my birthday party. An egg birthday party. Well, that sounds wonderful. I, I'm sure that you will be an excellent trainer to this this newly hatched egg. Thanks. That's very exciting. Very yeah. exciting. Well, I, I wish you the best with that. Thanks. Okay, well, we'll see you soon. Okay, yes, I will see you soon. I, I'll meet you just in, in town. Okay, I bye. To... Click. <laughs> She's the worst. I'm sorry. It's not me. It's her. Oh, I know. <laughs> Is there anyone else that you'd like to call? Well, now you're making you're me feel like spring. this should be just a call episode. Call and check in. <laughs> Whatever you would like to do. No, 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 we're good. Okay. Coco and the girls. They're practicing their dance moves. Yes, Coco is just floating on his little surfboard tail and uh, taking all the ladies through the choreography. Darla, stop biting things. Diddy. Okay, I know you're naughty, but like, Darla, Darla, let go, let go. And she starts like just tug of warring with me. <laughs> Seely just like puts a flipper on her head and just, you know, shakes it back and forth as she's in like her full Bob Fosse get up right Take now. Take it again from the top, everybody! Order, order, order!
Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. Thanks again for all your patience this month. We've been super busy with the move, but we're now in the new place and getting settled. And tomorrow we will be concluding our PFP 50 celebration contest. Thanks to all of you who have entered, especially those who've left reviews or sent in fan art. It's all really wonderful and has brought us a lot of joy. So far, we've had enough entries to reveal our first two button designs, which were made for us by Kate, a.k.a. Crandon Creation, over on Twitter. The Tufus All Teeth No Fear button and the Sealy Seal of Approval button. And we are on the cusp of revealing our third button. We just need like four more entries. So if you haven't gotten a chance to enter yet, do that today because we will be drawing winners tomorrow on Halloween. Yes, that's right. I did say winners. We have had enough entries to unlock a second merchandise prize pack winner. So go check out our Twitter. Make sure you've entered the contest everywhere you can. And thank you again for your support. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our splendiferous partner, Dice Envy. Obviously, the winner of our contest is going to get their hands on an electric dice set. However, if you're looking to add to your dice hoard now, might I suggest the Soak Damage dice set? Light a candle, throw on your fluffiest wizard robe, and roll some self-care with our bubble bath-themed dice. I actually really like this set a lot, and they feel very thematically appropriate for this episode. I wonder why. Why? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. You can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com Questco or by using the promo code Questco at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on the Quest Company Junior and you would like to give us a boost, please go to our page over on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It's a big, big help to us and we read every review that comes in. Speaking of which, we've gotten some lovely reviews these past couple of weeks. Thank you to Blake, Tyler, Gigi, Scott, Fran, and D&D Fan123. We have loved seeing all of these new reviews and reading your kind words. And if you've left a review during this contest, period and I didn't say your name just now, please tweet at us and let us know so we can make sure that you are entered in the contest. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Junior and you would like to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCodeJunior or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might end up with a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, we've gotten some more incredible art sent to us over the past couple of weeks, like a lot. It's been amazing. Thank you to new honorific incoming Swimmer Blake at Sleepy Sandshrew on Twitter for art of Fettuccine and her treasure hoard and of the cool Gracidia deputy badge. 
Thank you to Fisher Peach at Peach Doodles on Twitter for the sweet art of George Foreman holding a happy 50th banner in her hands, which she has now. Thank you to Fairy Tale Girl MB at Burgundy on Instagram for a gorgeous piece featuring Pearl and Luca, along with some members of the Cuddle Bunch and Teen Squad. And thank you to River, who's been sharing a bunch of great PFP Halloween themed art with us. If you haven't seen all of those, go check out our Instagram and Twitter where we'll be sharing them or on the fan art page of the website where we have a gallery of all the art that people have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. This week, we want to highlight the Amazing Wildlife podcast. You'll hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the songs Video Game Land and Shantytown. Thank you to Avian for the songs In the Streets and Slow Moon Groove. Thank you to Uncamp for the song Interpolation. Thanks to Visager for Battle and Circoto51 for anime fight music. Thank you to Glitch X City for Diamond and Pearl Pokemon League Lo-Fi Remix and Elliot Sharp for This Place That Time and Fluid Vault for the song Shall We? And thank you, as always, to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back for some more diner shenanigans. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. Take a journey with amazing wildlife as we explore the many creatures found in the world around us. Each episode, the animals are the star as we highlight three species with fun and insightful facts in an audio documentary style presentation. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, as well as our website, AmazingWildlifePodcast.com. Join us for the show dedicated to the wonders of the animal kingdom, Amazing Wildlife. With that, you just uh, spend some more time sitting on top of the old uh, Rusty Clink Clank Cafe, uh, the old train car aesthetic of it. You see, uh, it looks like one of the fry cooks like comes outside to take their break. They uh, let a Pokemon out of a Pokeball, and it seemed like they're just hanging out over there for a minute. You, you have a look of mischief. <laughs> Darla starts sniffing. Darla, come back. <sighs> wow, she's a rowdy one, Seely. Or, or. I love it. Evie. <laughs> Darla hops down off of the top of the cafe and goes over toward this fry cook and the Pokemon that they let out of their Pokeball. You see, first of all, describe what this fry cook looks like. Um, the fry cook <laughs> looks scrawny, um, scrawny legs, mm-hmm. very twig-like legs, very twig-like arms, like they could snap, Okay. But once you get past the knees, mm-hmm. he starts to square out. Oh. And he has a very um, flat, dare I say, rectangular shape about him. Mm-hmm. And when he smiles, he has two bucked teeth 
that are very pearly white and very big. And he has a nose that is like a twig that also sticks out. Yeah, and sure, when sure. He, he has more of a yellow-like complexion. Mm-hmm. And when he laughs, he goes, ah! his name is Bob. But not that Bob. What's the other Bob? Team Nasty Bob. Oh, no, his name isn't Bob. What was the actor who voiced him? Tom Kenny. His name is Tom. <laughs> you see this person. <laughs> I was going to say that he had something like, I don't know, that felt, you know, you know, maybe like maybe something to be in a shifty diner. Maybe, maybe eradicate. Maybe something else. But you see a, a starfish looking Pokemon and a jellyfish looking Pokemon. Yes. Just kind of. Hanging outside of the Pokeball. There's like a rusty bucket that he's put him in, and uh, they're just kind of floating around. Hi, I'm Pearl. Oh, uh, oh hey, uh, get a, what's up? Uh, um, I'm, on, I'm on break right now. Okay, wait, Darla, do you, do you want stop something? Drink- Darla, the bucket is not for you, Darla. Evie! Do you she's wanna, splashing around in it. Do you want to spar? I mean, I, 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 I could do worse things on a break, I suppose. Uh, yeah, you, you got any money to wager on it? Oh, um, no. Huh. All right. Well, I, I normally do these, you know, for for money. You know, who, whoever you wins, whoever some... loses. How old are you? This dude's like 17, 18 years old. Oh, teens are weird. Um. He's essentially asking if you have money for the for the usual sort of social contract of trainer battles. Ugh. I guess so, huh? Okay. Um. Yeah. I guess I have some money, but. How much do you? How much will you put on? Hmm. And he starts eyeing you up and down. Do you want to try to fool him into thinking? Yes. That he- <laughs> I had a feeling. She uh, doesn't show off that gym badge as flashy as she normally does. All right, go ahead and uh, make a deception check to see how confident old uh, Tom here is gonna feel about beating you. Twelve. Eight. Yeah. Darla, come on. He sees her pull Darla by the tail for a second. <laughs> <laughs> he says, all right, well, tell you what, tell you what, uh, I've got a thousand pokey right here that says I can uh, beat you in a battle. That work for you? Uh, let me consult. She just turns to Seely. She just turns around so that he can't see her. Uh-huh. And she just looks at Seely and does a silent, oh, my gosh, scream. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, sure, I think that could work. <laughs> okay. He says, well, all right, here's a spot over here. We'll, uh, we leave a little space out here for, for stuff like this. And you walk over to the makeshift trash-lined arena. Fun. <laughs> oh, my you- gosh, the crusty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and as you and Tom line up on opposite sides of this arena, roll initiative. Woo! As right, you hustle this, this fry cook. Oh, yeah. 17. We're going to go with Darla. 17. As Tom rolled a one, Pearl, <laughs> you will go first in initiative. You see that from the other side of the arena, he shouts out, Go, jellyfish! And a tentacle bursts forth, and it just kind of uh, it lands in this little bucket that he just j- placed in the middle of the arena since it can't really do much outside of being in the bucket. <laughs> Darla is very excited. She gets so excited. She's like, this is what I've been waiting for. I've been on a jungle. Um, and she's going to use Quick Attack and Covet. Quick Attack and Covet. Okay, roll yeah. to hit with both. 
All right, bad rolls. But Covet is a 14. 14 is its AC. Ooh, okay. Well, then Quick Attack's only a 10, but that's okay. Okay, so the Covet will hit then. Okay, great. 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage to the tentacle mm-hmm. uh, as she runs up and just like smacks it in the bucket. <laughs> Good one, Darla. Evie. The jellyfish <laughs> tentacle reaches forth as Tom shouts out, All right, jellyfish, constrict. He did just name the tentacle jellyfish. I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> okay, Evie, now, uh, now get out of his reach. That was a natural 20. Oh, gosh. As the tentacles reach out of the water, uh, as as Darla was uh, with the covet trying to see if it had any kind of item on it uh, mm. that she could that she could nab, but the tentacles of this tentacle wrap around her and do seven points of normal damage, and Darla is grappled. Ooh. It is your turn. Okay, well, can I break out of the grapple? Yes, at the beginning of your turn, you can okay. make a strength save. All right, come on, Darla. Oh, that was great. Unnatural 20. Darla the Eevee is able to wriggle out of the tentacles of the tentacool. I like to imagine that she just kind of like fluffs up her tail a little bit and like teases him. <laughs> Eevee! Yes. Um, covet and quick. Covet quick attack. Both hit. Both hit. 15 and then like a 23. Yep, both will do it. 16 points of damage on Covet. Ooh, nice. And then Quick Attack, eight points of damage. Wow, big one from Quick Attack. Darla was like, I was waiting for that grapple. Wowza, all right. With that, the tentacle is looking roughed up as it just keeps getting smacked around here in this rusty bucket. (laughs) Darla's having the time of her life. (laughs) She's just slapping it, just smacking it with a little paw. Tom then says, ah, c- come on, Tentacool, get in there, do something to it. I-, I know you don't really have a lot of room to move around, but use acid. And I need Darla to make a dexterity save. We'll be dexy today. 13 plus 5, 18. She will only take half damage. That is 10 half to 5 points of poison damage. And it is then your turn. All right, Darla, you can do this. Stay focused. Baby. Uh, cut it and quick. As she gives a sassy little flick of the tail, she leaps forth. She's almost like, "Ah, Pearl, I can do this. Give me a chance. Just calm down. I've got it. Unnatural 20 and a 21. Yep. Uh, uh, As she does. Seven points of damage for Covet. Okay. Low rolls on that one. Eight points of damage for Quick. Doesn't matter, though, because between the two of them, the tentacle is KO'd. She just turns. Darla just turns her head back to Pearl. She whips it and gives her a little wink, like, ding, this isn't my first rodeo, Mom. I'm a wild child. Evie. Whoa. Okay, Darla. That's what I like to see. (laughs) Tom says, oh, man, jellyfish, get back here. Tom sends forth his starmy, which sidles forth as it is surprisingly muscular, question mark, <laughs> looking uh, for, you know, a, a sea star Pokemon. It's got this big gem in the middle, and on one of its little offshoot star points, there's a little name tag that says Rick. Ah, whoa, okay, let's do this thing. The top star point just seems to look down at the name tag every now and then as to indicate, my name's not... Rick! <laughs> oh, who has Pokemon and has lots of fun? Pearl, that's our Pearl! He says, all right, Rick, we're not playing around. Use Hydro Pump. Go ahead and make a dexterity save. All right, bend, bend your legs, Darla. Don't be afraid. That is 19. 19. You will only take 
half damage from the hydro pump. Okay. Wow, not great rolls. Two of them are ones. That is 13, so half it to six points of water damage. That could have been way worse than it was. <laughs> the blast of water shoots forth, and Darla just very mischievously just hops out of the way. Okay, I'm switching out. Okay, who are you going to swap to? Um, We're going to put our little Dratini in. Ooh, swapping into Fettuccine. Okay. You did great, Darla. Baby. And you swap out. As you swap out to Fettuccine, no bonus action on your turn? I'll do a quick attack. A quick attack before Tarla heads out? Yeah. Oh, doesn't hit, I don't think. Oh, it is 14. 14 misses the star. Ah, darn it. The muscular purple starfish stop, <laughs> leaps out of the way. And then as it leaps, it actually kind of like does the spinning thing in the air and then <laughs> comes back around. As Tom says, Rick, rapid spin. And that's a 21 to hit. Oh, I imagine that Fettuccine is actually a little shy compared little to Darla. Shy. She's, yeah, I know. Darla's kind of like rowdy. She's out yeah, there. Rowdy, she's strutting she's around. She's so cocky. But Fettuccine, you know, just lived in that little cave and like, you know, kind of hid from us from the start. Oh, yeah. She, she's she got a little playful. bit more social anxiety, but it's still playful. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. She probably needs like a little blanket. You just got to get to know her. Yeah. Uh, that was bad damage rolls. It was two ones. Oh, uh, five points of damage from rapid spin. Okay. It's okay, Fettuccine. This is just friendly sparring. You did this with Coco. And then she says to her, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. Okay, try Twister. Because they did a spinny move. And so Fettuccine's like, I want to do a spinny move. Spinny on spinny. You can do a spinny move. This Twister, this draconic Twister just shoots forth from the Dratini as Tom realizes that maybe he got in a little over his head. Uh, Not 20. Fettuccine gets the thrill. The good noodle does a good hit. Yeah, that's right. 26 points of damage. Ooh, Fadufa. Oh, wow, Fettuccine, you beaut. An 11 on the D12 on a crit is uh, tasty. Wow. That is Krabby Patty, tasty, tasty, tasty. Pearl has a moment in her brain. She doesn't say it out loud, but she goes, whoa, I think I found a really cool Pokemon. But that is your turn as the Starmie uh, starts spinning the opposite direction and is uh, (laughs) just battered around by this twister. But then Tom says, come on, tell you what, we're going to make sure we hit it. Spotlight. Oh, I don't like that. So go ahead and make a dexterity save with Fettuccine. Um, Just an 11. Just an 11. Our sweet little noodle. So with that, for the next minute, as long as the Starmie concentrates on it, Attacks against Fettuccine will have advantage. Gotcha. But that is its turn. It's okay, Fettuccine. Don't worry. Let's do Thunder Wave. Ooh, okay. Con save? 18. Mmm. That definitely passes. Nice. With the 18, the Thunder Wave uh, just is not able to uh, really connect with the Starmie as it breaks out of the Twister and then begins to start spinning around once more as it goes for another rapid spin. Good thing it had advantage, too, because that was a 4 and a 16. Ha. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It was another two ones on D4s. Five points of damage. Fettuccine. Sweet babe, you lucky duck. Even though Rick the Starmie is fully honed in on Fettuccine, this is a slippery little dragon. Come on, you lucky noodle. Twister. Ooh. 18 plus five. It doesn't do anything on a high attack roll, does it? It does. On a 16 or higher, the opponent flinches. That is very relevant. I love Dratini. 14. 
14, and since it was a natural attack roll of 15 or higher, the Starmie does flinch on his turn again, so Fettuccine's up. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, flinch is bad, especially for a, a fry cook who probably is not, uh, you know, big on having, you know, a bunch of items and other things and uh, playing bees and whatnot. Not looking great for old Tom, the very square fry cook. Okay, that's it, Fettuccine. Now give it a hug. We're going to do rap. Ooh, rapping it. That's only a 15. 15 does miss the uh. Starmie as it manages to shake itself out of it and get out of the way as Dratini slinks forward. Tom then says, come on, go for another hydro pump. That worked last time. Kind of. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a deck save with Dratini. 17. Yep. DC 14 will only take half damage from the hydro pump. That is 20 points of water damage. Halved to 10. And I do believe the Dratini resists water type, does she not? Yeah. So five. Wow, that was scary, though, for a second. Dratini did not like that. Fettuccine was like, hey, back off. And she's going to do another twister. Nice. Roll to hit. That was 17. A 17 just barely hits. 17 okay. to AC. Oh, great. Nine. Nine points of dragon damage. The Starmie is looking very roughed up. Not feeling great. As Tom says, come on, just just, just, just keep getting it. I don't, I don't want to lose this money. Uh, Swift. From the glint of the gem of the Starmie. These just little, like, light shuriken come out, and all of them hit Fettuccine the Dratini. Oh, I don't like that. As she takes 11 points of normal damage. Your turn. Twister. Oh, no. 14. 14 misses. Oh, man. That's okay. Come on, Fettuccine. Hang in there. Also, I should note that the Starmie did lose concentration on Spotlight uh, from the big, big damage that it took. But Tom's going to say, come on, you've got you've got one more in you. Get that last hydro pump. Deck save. Oh, no. Three. That is going to be 17, half to eight, because Dratini does resist. Okay. Keeping on banking on good rolls, and they're just not that great. Fettuccine's a baby, though, so she's, like, sweating. How is this Darmy looking? Uh, looking bad. Okay, we just gotta get one more good twister. Come on, Fettuccine, pretend you're at home. Give it a good old loop-to-loop. And, and then I think Coconut, like, I'm not really registering. And then Coconut is, like, kind of in coach mode. It's Coco and the girls. And he comes out in a little tracksuit and whistle. And he's just, <laughs> like, on the sidelines giving her a pump-up talk and, and doing, like, little skateboard twirls. Yeah, watch you, watch you. That's right. 15. 15 misses. Strong hits early on. But I think that just as she keeps on getting a little more battered, she's like, and is having having a hard go of it. She's not exactly sure how this works. No, she's trying to figure out exactly what's going on. But Tom's going to command another rapid spin. 21. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. Every single time that it's rapid spin, it's two ones on the D4. You should move like your dice tray. Like I switch places with it or something. Oh my gosh. That's so hilarious. five points of normal damage. Okay. I'm risking it. One more twister. That's all we need. No! Ah, 15! 15, no! Ah. The 15 misses. Okay, hit me again, hit me again, hit me again. Okay. Dratini's not going to like sparring after this. Oh, no. Little Fettuccini. Little Fettuccini. She's just a little, little nervous noodle. Determined for rapid spin to do better than it has been, Tom yells out for another one. As like a frisbee in the air, Rick the Starmie's a little, little woozy, little wobbly. That was a natural one. Yes. Come on, my sweet noodle. You can do this. 
be the macaroni I know you can be. The Starmie has skidded to a halt, lying prone on the ground in front of Dratini. 18 on the die for Twister. Ooh. Plus five, plus one. Ooh, hits. So it does flinch too. Yep. Seven. With a seven, it is barely, barely hanging on. As you see, it just sort of it flinches on the ground and then goes to try to get up, but it's taking a second. I'd say it's probably still prone because it hasn't gotten to move again yet. Another twister. We're not showing mercy. <laughs> and Fettuccini looks back on me like, really? I'm like, yes, Fettuccini, another twister. <laughs> so I rolled a nat one, which I feel like it's Fettuccini looking back at me. <laughs> and then I rolled again after it, and it was 15 plus six, so yep. 21. Yep. Boom, baby. Seven points of damage. Seven points is enough to KO the star me. Yay! And um, Coco's so proud of the girls. Coco and the girls. <laughs> Pearl walks up to Tom. Good spar. That was really fun. And she's just scrappy, you know, wiping her nose and stuff and gives her pokies a hug. I really like your Pokemon. Yeah, your Pokemon are pretty good. I, uh, I wasn't expecting you to uh, have a have an actual dragon. Also, just a Raichu just hanging out over there. I uh, feel like I may have gotten hustled a little bit. Me? Hustle? Never. And she slowly sticks her hand out. But hey. Hey, yeah. If you feel that way, I'm willing to shave 50 pokey off of it. Nah, you won. Take it. Thanks. I'll make sure to tip you real nice at the diner. That'll work. That's fine. Okay. I'm going to finish my break now. Coco and the girls, you did it! And she throws up the team in the air, freeze frame. Ratsy! Is there anything else that you would like to do this afternoon while you're uh, out here at the diner before Detective Reynolds meets up with you this evening? I think she actually is really warm from being outside and she's got the little kid energy like she ran a lemonade stand outside, hustled a couple people, made some <laughs> extra cash, you know, said the cupcakes were homemade and they weren't and car- charged like $10 for them. Oh, yeah, super store-bought, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Um, but she's all sweaty and she comes back into the diner and she's super excited. Guys, guys, Dratini and Darla did so good out there. Oh, that's great. And Darla's just, like, making a mess in this diner. She's just, like, kicking chairs down and stuff. <laughs> um, and she's, so Pearl has to put them back in their Pokeballs. And Fettuccine just kind of, like, scared underneath the counter. Um, <laughs> so she puts them back in. She goes, sorry, I forget not everybody says as well-trained as Tilly. Or, or. Yeah, you can have etiquette class after tonight. That's fine. Or, or, or. Okay. And she kind of just sits down. Um, so, hope you don't mind me crashing the reunion here. No, no, that's that's all right. Uh, we heard uh, a ruckus outside, so... Uh, that's us! I thought that, you know, maybe we would need to check it out, but Luca assured me it was probably just you hustling someone or, or something of the sort. Um, hustling, Luca? Harsh. More like, mm, taking opportunities? Yeah, yeah, that's... More like becoming the amazing trainer I already am, strengthening my skills, welcoming new team members. All of these things, I would claim. Lewis says, well, there's nothing wrong with, you know, working on your training and everything early. Uh, Obviously, you don't get to uh, where we're at without, you know, practicing. So are you like a superstar? Do you have to, like, take autographs? I'm, like, a really high trainer level. But, you know, sometimes people know me. Sometimes people don't. Sometimes they say, like, hey, you're the girl who explodes stuff. And I'm like, oh, shucks. No autographs. No autographs. But then I give them an autograph. But, like, anyways, how's fame like? Oh, well, you know, the fame, uh, it's 
it's something. It's fine. I could I could do without it. Uh, my brother kind of hams it up a little bit more than I do, but uh, we got to watch some of your um training videos. We really really liked them. I oh, mean, I took notes. I thought it was really cool. My favorite one um is the uh, the 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 little sketchy dude. Oh, Smurgle. I've always wanted one of those. Oh, it's a great Pokemon. Wonderful, wonderful Pokemon. Does he take commissions? <laughs> yes. <gasps> really? Yes. Whoa. And then I kind of noticed that, like, Luca, I mean, I'm not fangirling per se, mm -hmm. but I do notice that Luca kind of just takes a backseat in the in the conversation. Oh, yeah. So she tones it down, and she goes, um, well, anyway, guys, I've made some really good progress. Um, I called Mason and the professor, and they're both coming. Um, Nichols or Spruce and Hemlock? Um, Nichols. Cool. Um, and I figured I would call um, the other professors, too, and just touch base if you think that's a good idea. And maybe Miguel, because I just miss him. Yeah, I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. We haven't checked in in a while, so, you know. Cool. Well, let me go outside, and here's a craft for you guys to make together. And she throws some glue and macaroni and, like, um, uh, construction paper. You guys can make something and then cherish it forever, or maybe, like, an ornament or something you could put on a car, like, um, dashboard or something. Or, like, maybe, like, just a macaroni necklace for Ditto to, you know, says that, like, Luca loves you. Okay, great. Enjoy your fun craft time while you eat dessert. Here's some sparkles. Luca's like, thank you. And Lewis says, thank you. The glue will wash off, but just don't eat it. I don't know why. Ding, ding. The figure that looks exactly like Lewis on the opposite side of the booth, except for the BDI, says, but you go back outside and you hop back on the uh, top of this rusty old diner. <laughs> Time for some calls. <laughs> okay, she will call. Let's see. Let's roll to see who she calls. Oh, wow. She's calling Miguel first. Calling Miguel first. Yeah. All right. You give he Miguel was a ring. All right. <laughs> so the phone rings a couple of times and... Uh, hello, Pearl? Hello. We have an outstanding bill for $9,000 in ice cream for you. Oh, wow. Um, it I seems you've been really enjoying some sherbet as well. We're here to collect that, Pokey. Uh, well, I... Uh... You That's, can just address I, it I, to Miss Pearl Pokeypologist Adventure League. Hi, Miguel. Hello, Pearl. So wait, I, <laughs> that was funny. Wait, I don't owe a bunch of money for ice cream, right? No, no, no. But if you want to help donate to the fund, I'm never gonna say no. Oh, I just wanted to make sure that I paid that bill. I thought that I paid that bill. <laughs> how you doing? Hey, uh, doing well. How, how about yourself? Where Where are you currently? What's... I'm on top of a little train. I'm swinging my legs. We're at the Click Clang Cafe by the um, Trim Pokey Sealy. Or 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 Parasol Village. Thank you. Or oh, Parasol Village. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's huh. Different different route than uh, many young trainers take. That's 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 very interesting. Guess what? What? We have um, the Shadow Pokemon. They've been cleared. That's amazing. That's yeah, they're like back to normal. You would love Fanta now. I know you were afraid of Fanta, and that's why you're like, oh my gosh, Pearl, please take Fanta. I can't handle fire. I'm so scared. Um, but you would love Fanta now. 
Oh, well, I, that's... And I, you would also love Trico, because I remember when you said, oh my gosh, Trico is so strong. Trico is so powerful. I could faint but just by looking at this thing. I can't take it. I can't take it. Please, please, please pass. I pass this cup to you, Luca. And you would love, love Trico now. Well, that's not exactly yeah, how I, I remember Yeah, you were crying events, a little bit. Uh, like, there was a single tear, but too. Let's, but, can, yeah. Can, can, can we, yeah. Can we back, backpedal a little bit there? So you, you found a way to fully, to fully cure them. Yeah. Yes? That's 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 amazing. Well, Isn't it? What 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 can we do? I've got uh, you know Skipper here, and just in in the background here. <laughs> yeah, Skipper was always meant for you. I do, I do love this little guy. Um, but um, yeah, what 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 do we do? Because I mean, I, I I think he's really close. I just I don't have the final step. Yeah, no, the final step is l- kind of like meeting a mystical creature of some nature, like a legendary. And I'm, I know mm. where one is. Oh, okay. We're going to wake it up. sounded borderline undoable, but if you know where there's oh, one. Oh, yeah, we're that, really okay. connected. Sure, sure. Yeah, one is a friend, but they don't really like speak super clearly. And the other is a little baby star that's asleep, and we're going to wake it up. Oh, well, that's great. Great, wonderful. I am... Um, I, uh, where, 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 where should I meet you then? You should be in a said, um, parasol place. Okay, I will, yeah. I will, I'll, I'll head over that way as soon as I can. And in the background you hear, Oh my goodness, is that Pearl? Oh, oh, let, Miguel, Miguel, let us, let us talk to her. <gasps> Hi guys, I miss you so much. Hey Pearl. I feel like we haven't talked in ages. I know, it feels like it's been forever. I it, mean, it has been hardly working or hardly working, am I right? You just said hardly working twice. Comedy comes in threes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Pause on all this before I forget. Okay. Um, Darla and Fettuccine are short rest healing. Okay, yeah. I mean, okay. you, you, you've got enough time over I the know, course of the afternoon before this. I just had to say it I always forget. Okay, yes. keep going. Yeah, they short rest. Guys, I have an egg. It's a baby. Oh, my goodness. That's so cute. It's going to be awesome. There are little cracks on the shell, so it should hatch soon. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, wow. I know, wow. Oh, I know. That's... I know. I'm growing so much. I have a phone. Uh, you knew that, though. Um, what else is new? I dropped off one of my uh, my pokey Shabaka do, so he's just at a nursery kind of training, so I think he's gonna, you know, hopefully grow up into something nice. Um, oh, okay. That was interesting, because I was wondering, because you, you didn't have a lot uh, of diner food today. Magikarp with us, so that's interesting. Yeah. Wait, um. What? Hmm? There's a detective I'm gonna try to prove his validity. Oh, all right. Well, uh, listen, listen. Oh, and I found a wishing star. Oh. No, I haven't found it yet. I'm working on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. That's all super cool. Love all of that, Pearl. But listen, um, we need to see you soon because we have the rest of your... well, I was gonna say gift, but like, like I was being cryptic or something. But I mean, if we're just on the phone, I'll tell you, we we, we finished replicating the the snag machine, <gasps> so we've got that. We've got one that we can Whoa, bring to you. Oh, that took you guys forever. It's really only been like maybe a couple of that weeks in real game time. That was the longest time. Yeah. <gasps> wow, that's so cool. We should definitely. I would love to get it. Yes. I really can't backtrack though. Well, I'm on a really important mission. I'm trying to like also put like Shadow Realm to rest. Right. So that's a lot. Yeah, we we got a bit more of a debrief from Professor Nichols when when he came by. Yeah. Wait, he just walked over. Well, he he called us up and then we worked a little bit on the. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, no. Would you, would you guys want to come to Parasol? It's a great vacation spot. It's really nice and quaint. We would love to. We do love. We do love vacationing in Parasol. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Mm, but but 
Huh, I know Miguel it's... might come over. You could bring it with him. Oh, yeah. Let's let's do that. Hey, Miguel. Oh, yes, yes. Um, Hey, you, we're going to leave the things with you. You you take them to Parasol, because if you need to take Skipper anyway, then, like, you go do that. Oh, well, well, all right. I, I, I can do that. I can deliver uh, yours and Luca's uh, new snag machines, um, and I'll, I'll bring Skipper along. Um, Pinecone is not quite uh, ready yet, oh, so yeah, I guess Pinecone I'll... Oh, yeah, Pinecone hasn't even gotten started. I should probably work on that. Yeah, Um. so, I mean, uh, uh, up to you. I, I've worked with him a little bit, but he's just... Hi. I, I know he's not ready yet, um, but we've you know progress. He's not he's not quite as ag- aggressive. You hear? Panga! Oh, watch out! But uh, either way, I will bring uh, the new snag machines. I will bring Skipper, and, and I will I will see you at um, at Parasol Village. This is very exciting. I very can't wait exciting. to see you, Miguel. I can't wait to see you either. I, I've missed you, and uh, Vigoroth has missed you too. <laughs> nah. Just everybody is just barging in on Miguel's phone call. I love it. That's totally Miguel. <laughs> cool. Okay, well, I'll see you soon. All right. Well, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll see you shortly. I'll, I'll fly out that way. And She's so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she used to, she's used to letters. <laughs> True. So you hang up from that phone call. You finish up your uh, short resting with Darla and Fettuccine. Uh, what are they at HP-wise now after uh, their short rest? Okay, Darla's doing good, 28 out of 32. And Fettuccine, not so good, but hey, better than where we were, 24 out of 40. With that, I think that uh, you spend some more time. Maybe you kind of hang out in the tall grass, looking around a little bit, messing yeah. around. Uh, and, you know, eventually Luca and Lewis come out of the diner and, you know, they come hang out with you and you all just spend some time relaxing for a little bit. And uh, I think, you know, Lewis tells you some like young childhood stories about Luca, stuff like that. But you, you just spend some time getting to know Lewis a little bit better, too. Cool. As you are, you know, chatting with him and everything, uh, you are definitely struck by, like, this seems to be a guy who is, like, very humble and, like, more subdued. Uh, you would think that the head of the Elite Four might have a little bit more, like, flash to him. I think she's actually a little, like, thrown off by that. She, he's so normal. Like, the only flash he's had is his entrance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even his, like, what is he wearing? He's wearing a green, like, flannel shirt with... Regular overalls. Like that's not even like fashion overalls. No, yeah, They're that's just so overalls. odd to her. Yeah. And he's got his green baseball cap that's, you know, flipped around backwards. Mm-hmm. He looks like these are like work clothes. Yeah. Uh, you know, like he's been, you know, maybe uh, dealing with some, you know, Pokemon and wherever they might have their living space or, you know, same kind of thing like with the professors and the ranch out at the village. Uh, it seems like he does a lot of that sort of similar thing, probably. He's wearing these heavy-duty boots and things like that as well. Uh, but just a very normal guy. So, Louie. Uh, yeah, what's up? How did you know you were ready for the Elite Four? Like, that seemed like a wild... Like, how did you know? Like, I mean, no, I know you can get gym badges and stuff, but, like, how did you know it was time? Well, there was, uh... I mean, to be honest, for, for a lot of our early journey, I uh, just kind of tagged along with my big brother. You know, I followed it along, and, you know, as soon as he got a gym badge, I'd, I'd you know, go right after, and, you know, I'd, I was always pretty close, but, you know, he's, he's, he's really something. I mean, there's a reason that he's been the champ for as, as long as he has. Uh, but, I mean, to answer your question about the Elite Four, um, I mean, there wasn't really a way to know that I was ready. It was just... Uh, we, we'd been going around the region. We'd gotten all the gym badges we could. You know, we'd gotten all eight. And so uh, it was time for, for the big tournament and everything. So 
we did the qualifiers and I did lose in the semifinal of the qualifiers to Ricky, obviously. So uh, it was uh, definitely interesting to then go back after after he had to leave as, as sad as that was. Um, and then, you know, battle Marlin and obviously Marlin then went on to beat the rest of the Elite Four and be the champion. And, you know, I, d- I did a little bit of you know, other journeying around and things after that doing my own thing until I then came back uh, once uh, one of the old members of the Elite Four was, you know, stepping down, retiring. Uh, uh, since I had gotten as far as I did, um, you know, I there was another sort of the application process, I yeah. guess you'd say, was uh, just another tournament. Uh, and I did end up coming out on top on that. And, you know, I started as sort of the, the lowest tier Elite Four member and gradually worked my way up. So you just like, just, you just wanted it, so you just kept going? I, I just kept going. I mean, uh, it definitely, <laughs> uh, it, it didn't quite come as easy for me as it did for my big brother. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just kept plugging away with it. And I'm I'm very happy with where I am. Uh, it's been an interesting road, but I, I'm thankful for my family. And I'm, you know, thankful to have to have made it this far. And Do you ever get nervous before battles? I mean, I, it's probably not anymore. But, like, did you, were you nervous when you did all that stuff? Oh, I mean, when I did that stuff, absolutely. I was nervous every time. I was, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, Luca was telling me that you all spent some time with Ricky. I don't, I don't know if he told you anything, but I, uh, I, I used to be a, a, a bit of a nervous kid, really. Um, you know, but I just, uh, I really admired my big brother. And so, you know, spending time with him and all of that, I felt like I needed to, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's, it sounds strange to say prove myself, but I, you know, I, I wanted to keep up and I wanted to keep going with him. And so I knew that uh, even if I was nervous or scared or anything, that if I wanted to, you know, keep plugging along and, and, and keep up with him and keep going with him, that, you know, I just had to do what I had to do, I suppose. Hey, um, don't tell anybody this, Louie, but I get really nervous too. That's natural. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'll tell you a secret. I still get nervous. You know, just because I get better at controlling it or putting it away or, well, not putting it away because I don't want to say I, I try to hide that. Um, but, you know, I, I'm just aware of it. But, you know, you, you take that and you only get nervous about things you care about. And so I, I, I really care about Pokemon and battling. And, you know, if I'm nervous, I I mean, honestly, I, if, if I, <laughs> well, I suppose I would worry if I didn't get nervous still. You know, every year, you know, we've got the big tournaments and everything, and there have been challengers who who have defeated me and, and some who haven't. Nobody's beat Marlin this whole time, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the, the last tier of that ladder. So um, it's always exciting and a little nerve-wracking when somebody new comes along. And, you know, some of the trainers, you know, go their own way. Some of them have become gym leaders and done other things like that. But it's, uh, don't worry about being nervous. What's your favorite ice cream? Mint chocolate chip. Whoa. Wasn't ready for that soulmate chip. (laughs) I like the green. Okay, let's talk about our toppings here, people. (laughs) (laughs) You talk about ice creams and toppings and things. And I think that as you are talking with Lewis and hanging out, he does formally introduce you to uh, his ditto, Waldo. I love him. I love him so much. And then also, as you all are hanging out, I think that all, all of your Pokemon kind of come out. I think Luca oh, is definitely, definitely yeah. you know, mm-hmm. showing his dad his squad, you know, teen squad. Uh, and, you know, Lewis is impressed. He's I'm, I'm really glad that you've been making progress. You know, he used to he just ran around with the Totodile. And that was about it. So this is this is quite something. Oh, yeah. We got a whole squad. Hey, look at my egg. 
She shows right it right to his face. Luke is like, oh yeah, yeah, I I, I got mine too. And he says, whoa, both of these are very close to very close to hatching. That's ooh, oh man. Where's your egg? Where's, where's my egg? Yeah. Uh, well, Why I. Why don't you have an egg? On my personal, well, I've got uh, we we've got some eggs and everything, you know, back at the league and everything, you know. Likely story, Luke. Likely story. Some people just don't want to, you know. Want a what? I was going to say put the hard work in, but then I realized who I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we, we've got some incubators and things up there, but I, I don't do as much as, you know, breeding and things myself. I'm just, you know, I, I have some experience with eggs and whatnot. Sure, 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 Louie. But you're introduced to Waldo the Ditto, and then also, as all the Pokemon are out of their Pokeballs, the Dunsparce is also there. Louie says, oh, yeah, this is Francis, and just this old weird looking thing with like this strange snake scorpion tiny winged sleepy looking this is this this <laughs> I think I don't know if you realize it or not but this thing <laughs> is one of the main Pokemon of the uh, the head of the elite four of this region as unassuming as it is <laughs> um is there a little the little sketchum smurgle he does not have the smurgle with him uh... He says, I, I didn't bring my full team. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. These guys are really cool. Dunspar, pat, pat. <laughs> it's just sleeping. Yep. It just wiggles a little bit. <laughs> it's old, kind of like, not snake-like skin. It's more of like a hippo kind of hide that it has when you touch it. It's, it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird thing. But the evening approaches, and Landing in front of you, this large, draconic, bat-looking Pokemon, this Noivern. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. 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 Well, well, there he is. Well, there you are. Well, how are you? Good. I uh, got your text, obviously. You ready to go? She looks up at the sky. How dark is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's late afternoon going into going into the evening now. It's very close to sunset. The sun is setting. It's pretty much sunset. Wait, I didn't know you were coming with me. I was just gonna fly by myself. Oh no no no. There no. Yeah. No, you'll have to hitch a ride. No, yeah. No, no, no. You'll have to stay here. That's not how that works. Yeah. No, it is. It is. I'm a really heavy kid. Have you ever flown a Noivern before? No, but I mean, if you've flown once, you've flown. I was in the air show. Mm. Make an insight check. All right. Nine. Nine? <laughs> nine. He says, I heard. However... I also heard that you didn't actually fly on any Pokemon in the air show. It was more that uh, they were competing independently. She turns to Luca. Who does this guy think he is? And then she turns back. Alrighty there, but how do I know I can trust you in that I'm getting back to this ground? You could just kidnap me! <laughs> kidnap me? Kidnap my pokies! This is the world I've been living in! That's a fair question. How about this? Lewis, would you like to accompany us? Uh, yeah, sure. I would I would be happy to. Luca and I can ride on Waldo here, and you all can ride Genoivern. Does that sound like a fair solution to you, Pearl? Yeah, 
I suppose. So then with that, you hop up onto the Noivern, you saddle up with Detective Reynolds, and then once again, Waldo the Ditto. It is interesting. You have never, I think, seen or heard of a Ditto that can transform like without having the thing in front of it to transform into. But once again, it transforms into that same uh, old weathered Charizard. <laughs> I love this guy. And she does want to like touch the Charizard. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like a Charizard? Yep. Darn it. I like it when he's gum, like gummy, like stretchy. It does still have just a little beady black eyes though. <laughs> okay, let's do this guys. Is it dark enough? Like sincerely. Uh, the sun is going down. By the time you get up to be able to look around, it'll be dark enough. Detective? Yes? What's your favorite ice cream? Spumoni. See, that's why me and you don't gel so well. <laughs> why try to smash three flavors in when you should just get three individual scoops? And she's hopping onto this bat. No, you see, as you're all saddling up, he's like, no, you see, when I'm on it, I like to have just a little bit of all of them all at no, once. Oh, just have more. Hmm. And with that, <laughs> the Noivern and the Charizard take off into the sunset as you all fly north to see if you can find this wishing star somewhere out in the Kanoko Range. And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> Shake them and bake them. Ooh. I think my dice are like a party. Yeah? Yeah, I think I go for the party dice. I think you've got a party squad. Yeah, I like a little party. There's not really a color scheme. It just needs to be glittery. Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners. Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N, go. It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go. Thank you for listening to Postcards from Poa and Crush Company Jr.